At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into the program. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host, live in Las Vegas. Your other host today, welcome to the program, Scott Seidenberg. Scott, how are you today? I'm feeling good. Uh, feeling that probably as good as Mac Jones was this morning when he found <laughs> out the news that he was the guy moving forward. Yeah, how about that? I, I put this out on Twitter. Like, um, you know, it was evident that we, we saw the ceiling for Cam Newton out there in New England, right? I mean, the same offense or a different offense, however you want to think about it. But apparently his ceiling was the floor for Mac Jones as the New England Patriots move on from Cam Newton, released him, uh, and they're going to go with the rookie quarterback. So Bill Belichick with the rookie quarterback. Your thoughts there, Scott? Well, I think Mac Jones allows Josh McDaniels to do a little more with the offense and run it a little more traditionally as opposed to Cam Newton. Because with Cam Newton, you're almost forced to adjust to his skill set. You know, he's so dynamic, especially when it comes to, you know, in goal-to-go situations, that I feel like sometimes offensive coordinators might get too cute with the playbook, just trying to make it work with Cam and take advantage of his skill set. With a quarterback like Mac 
Mac Jones, who has a little bit of a better touch on the football, a little more accurate as we've seen so far. I know it's early and I know it's been preseason, but perhaps it allows Josh McDaniels to run the offense or make the play calls uh, a little more like he's more comfortable with as opposed to trying to adjust to the skill set of Cam Newton. Yeah, I mean, Cam at this point, and I mentioned his ceiling, you know, is he a pure pocket passer? No, he's never been a pure pocket passer. But you think about two decades up there in New England, uh, they had a pure pocket passer at quarterback, and that was Tom Brady. And uh, and you're right, Scott. I think the, the fact that it's comfortable for Josh McDaniels and comfortable for that offense to run an offense like that, as opposed to being highly creative with Cam Newton, which you're going to have to do. Uh, they got a good offensive line situation for sure. So uh, the confidence that Belichick had in Mac Jones, I think Mac Jones gave that confidence to him, his performance uh, during the preseason. Uh, but certainly uh, that playbook uh, definitely is friendly with this style of quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. And make no mistake, I think that the COVID situation with Cam Newton absolutely is playing a factor in this decision. Mm -hmm. Mac Jones was going to be the quarterback eventually, Mm -hmm. but maybe if Bill Belichick, and he's never going to admit this to you because he doesn't say anything, you know, what is he going to tell you? Yeah, this is what I was planning on doing. (laughs) No, I think that if you asked him and behind closed doors, he would probably admit that maybe he would have rather started Cam Newton to begin the year and then bring Mac Jones along slowly. But here's something that Bill Belichick wanted to avoid at all costs, losing his starting quarterback for five days during the week. Mm. It's clear that Cam Newton is not vaccinated because he falls under a different COVID protocol than the rest of the vaccinated players on the team. And so the fact that he missed that test or botched the testing protocols and had to miss an entire week of practice during the preseason, there's no way Bill Belichick wants to deal with that during the regular season. So I absolutely think that that factored in here. Yeah, I agree with you on that, too. I mean, uh, Scott, I thought it was Cam Newton's job to lose, and apparently he lost it. (laughs) I mean, uh, because there wasn't anything distinguishable from Cam Newton and Mac Jones. I mean, we we know what we had and we saw with uh, Cam. Uh, This Mac-Cam thing is killing me, by the way. Cam spelled backwards, all that thing. But anyway, uh, (laughs) we we had this situation whereas, you know, you you never let – a coach or an organization as a player. I'm speaking as a player, Scott. You never let them think about the next guy. Apparently, they thought about the next guy uh, because they moved on from Cam, and and, and that was Cam. He didn't do anything uh, on the field and then off the field. The concern is certainly there with that quarterback. Yeah, 100%. And like I said before, I do think that Mac Jones does allow Josh McDaniels to go back to his comfort zone in terms of play calling and not having to adjust any personnel packages to kind of capitalize on Cam Newton's skill set. Like, I'm not saying that Cam Newton can't do the things that Mac Jones can do, and I'm not knocking Cam Newton as a quarterback, Mm -hmm. but when you have a talent like he does, you certainly have to adjust and make some play calls to capitalize that. More read option plays, more shotgun snaps. With Mac Jones, you don't have to do that as much. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to the development out there in New England. A lot of news to come uh, on this day in the National Football League as cut day uh, is here for that league. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host, live from Las Vegas. You're the host, Scott Seidenberg. Happy to have Scott Seidenberg on the program uh, today. Uh, So, Scott, Cam Newton released from New England. Uh, New England, their win total, nine and a half, uh, plus 110 for the over, minus 130 for the under right there. Belichick, 
with a rookie quarterback in this season? What do you think? I think that this is a good New England team. I think they're good enough to be the second best team in the AFC East, and I actually have them penciled in as a 10 and 7 team. Mm, so okay. uh, I like the over of the nine and a half. There's a lot of talent on this roster. If you just broke down the roster, mm -hmm. they are probably the second most talented roster in that AFC East. Remember, they're getting a lot of players back that opted out last season due to COVID. Uh, they have talent at the running back position. I'm very big on Damian Harris this year. I think he's going to have a tremendous this season. Belichick really likes that guy. And with Mac Jones, a guy who showed you when he was at Alabama that he's capable of making the big plays and he's capable of taking control or keeping control of the football, not turning it over, which Bill Belichick is going to absolutely love. So I'm very high on this Patriots team. I think that it's a big bounce back year for them, and I can see them threatening the Buffalo Bills in the AFC East. Okay, I wonder how many conversations um, Belichick had with Saban uh, in regard to Mac Jones oh, moving on because, 100%. right exactly yeah. because he was at the pro day uh, Mac Jones threw uh, an overpass and he overthrew a receiver on the reaction from Belichick went viral uh, that right there indicated that he was invested in Mac Jones though right and you know the coach that Belichick is so the conversations that he had with Saban had to give him some type of uh, uh, confidence level high confidence level so okay, I'm going with a rookie quarterback a place where I haven't been in quite a while as a head coach for sure. Uh, but yet, this is probably the best move from the team. Uh, that first game, that line has moved. It's minus two and a half now for the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I think the Patriots at home could, could certainly win that game. I think uh, the Dolphins come in as mm -hmm. the team with maybe a little more hype. But I, I, like I said, I think the Patriots have a more talented roster. And I think the Pats are going to be the second team in the AFC East and the Dolphins are going to be the third. So I, I like the Pats in that game. Uh, I think, the, you know, the hold serve in their home stadium. Fans will be back in attendance. And it's Mac versus Tua. Come yeah. on, there's something to prove there, <laughs> we right? think it's Tua. We think it's Tua. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, think about it, though. It, it, yeah, two Alabama quarterbacks right, right there, right? Maybe he picked uh, Saban's mind on Tua as well uh, as he prepared for that. That game um, but minus two and a half now that's not concerning I mean expectations for Mac Jones as that line dipped there for the Patriots no, I mean, I think that this is always going to be a field goal game. Okay. Anything below a field goal. And it's close enough, too, to take the Patriots on the money mm -hmm. line to win this game. Right. So, you know, once the thing, anytime a spread gets over a field goal and the money line gets upwards of the 160, 170 range, it's it's something that you have to account for. And then the uh, other side becomes more attractive. Under a field goal, most NFL games are pretty much that way as well. They're basically telling you, and, and what I love to do is I love to flip the spreads, right? Mm -hmm. Whenever you look at an NFL game, flip the spread. So, in my to believe that the Dolphins would be upwards of six-point favorites if this game was in Miami? I don't think that's the case, right? If you're giving the Patriots three at home, you're giving them a pick them on neutral field. I guess you're giving the Dolphins uh, three on their home field. Um, and, I, and I just don't see that there's that big of a difference between these two teams. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I actually think that the Patriots are the better team. So I'll take the small money line there with the minus 145. You know, I wrote that down, Scott. Flip the spread. I mean, because, I, you know, we get so many different uh, perspectives here on VSIN. Uh, and when I hear something, a new, a new concept. I'm writing that down and certainly going to study uh, that aspect of betting. Uh, it gets interesting, too, when you think about a neutral field or teams or rosters. Uh, Belichick, uh, clearly a, a better coach at this point in his career than Flores down at Miami. But Miami seems to not be on the same page. 
uh, all over the place. The front office, um, the the locker room, the coaches. I mean, everybody doesn't seem like to be on the same page over there. So there's an opportunity for sure in this game, I think, for the Patriots. Uh, getting to the offensive rookie of the year situation for Mac Jones, though, how how that line has shifted uh, tremendously. That line movement went from 12 to one to plus 500 right there, Scott. That's, I think that's a really big jump. And I know that there are some people that actually thought it was going to jump more, but okay. I, I don't think that this deserves to be such a big jump because Mac Jones, um, he definitely does have the skill set that you like, right? Yeah. And to me, when it comes to offensive uh, rookie of the year, you're going to look at the quarterback. So obviously he's going to jump out. I just don't think the Patriots are going to be passing enough mm -hmm. for him to put up some of the big numbers that you would need for an offensive rookie of the year. You know, I don't think he puts up Justin Herbert numbers from a season ago. I think that he's going to not be a game manager, but yeah, he's going to run this offense. He's going to hand the ball off a bunch to Damian Harris and to Ramondre Stevenson and others. Uh, he's going to, you know, take some shots down the field, but it's not like this is a Patriots offense that's going to be lining up in four or five wide, and he's going to throw over 300 yards a game. Uh, so offensive rookie of the year, I look for some of the other players that are going to be passing the ball a little bit more to put up some more of the gaudy numbers that you would want to see from mm -hmm. somebody winning that award. Yeah, Scott, I mean, as he becomes a starter, obviously we, we factor him into categories. Uh, passing yards, for instance, most passing yards, 200 to 1 to 50 to 1. Uh, these are a movement, line movement on Mac Jones. Most passing touchdowns, 200 to 1 to 40 to 1. Um, most interceptions, 80 to 1 to 25 to 1. That, that's something as better as we should look at because he's going to be the full-time starter for the New England Patriots. And I, I was concerned about his velocity on throws at first preseason games. But, but he corrected that. Uh, so when you think about uh, weather situations up there in New England, uh, it looks like Mac Jones could be able to handle that. Yeah, a hundred percent. He absolutely can. And to me, like, look at the, if you're looking at any passing numbers for Mac Jones, mm -hmm. you've got to look at the receiving core for the Patriots. Right. Now I mentioned the roster being, being pretty good. A lot of that has to do with the line. A lot of that has to do with the defensive side of the football, especially, mm -hmm. you know, guys coming back and whatnot. Um, Jacoby Myers, Nikhil Harry, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, not exactly the guys that are going to blow you away in terms of uh, helping Mac Jones get those passing numbers up. So I do think it's more of a controlled offense. And I would look, you know, the running backs to me are the strength here of the Patriots team. Right. If you think about that offense too, tight ends, a big uh, part uh, for what the Patriots have done over the years. So Hunter Henry's got to be healthy. Uh, John Smith. Uh, healthy, yeah. yeah. A lot of people are excited about John Smith as well. Yeah, of course, yeah. and and rightfully so. But again, these guys have been banged up in the preseason, mm -hmm. so be healthy during the regular season. But again, Josh McDaniels loves to run those two yep. uh, tight end sets, which uh, you need both of those guys healthy in order to make some big plays. And your point about DeRosa too, Nelson Aguilar on the outside, uh, Myers, you know, he's he's decent, and then Kendrick Bourne. Uh, I wonder if Harry will move into like an H back kind of situation uh, for this offense. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and look, he's a guy that had so much hype coming in, right? Yeah. As a rookie, you know, big body, you know, athletic, but uh, it's he's just been the, almost a forgotten man there mm-hmm. in the new depth chart. Yeah, so let's get to the Miami Dolphins and the fact that this line move uh, may be an opportunity to back the Patriots at home minus two and a half uh, uh, there against the Dolphins. Uh, Pro Football Talk reports Dolphins owner. They reported this, Scott, that Stephen Ross – really wants, quote, really wants, unquote, Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. I thought he really wanted Tua. That's why they inserted Tua and got a standing ovation from the crowd. And then while Fitzpatrick was helping the Dolphins get to the playoffs or build a season towards the playoffs, uh, they still played Tua. So when an owner interferes like that, Scott, uh, I, I hit the pause button big time. Yeah, uh, and and I don't like anything that I hear in terms of possible roster moves so close to the season, right? Mm -hmm. It's not good for Tua in that quarterback room to hear anybody talk about Deshaun Watson. Right. Uh, It's not good for anybody to to worry about who's the leader because the the quarterback is the leader of the team, right? So you don't want any – type of rumor to float out there where the media during a scrum is all of a sudden going to ask a player about their quarterback or about the potential of a new quarterback. That's not what you want for your NFL team. I don't want any of my players answering questions or having any doubts at who the quarterback's going to be. And yeah, sure. The players can say the right thing and back to all they want, but the question is still going to be asked. And I hate that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dolphins look, they got the Xavier Howard thing taken care of, which was very important for them this offseason, but to me, there's just a lot going on with this organization that points too many red flags up in the air in terms of uh, a smooth sailing season. Yeah, I mean, I just want to tell the audience as a player, when when, uh, an organization seems to be in flux and you really don't know what's going on, I mean, in the locker room as as a team, as, you know, players in the locker room there, you're, you're talking about the front office and what's going on. You're talking about the coaches and can they get on the same page? Can they help you win a game? And and now you're just a couple of weeks away from the beginning of the season, uh, and yet they want to make a substantial move this way towards the quarterback. Yeah, and look, you know, Will Fuller's there, and uh, mm-hmm. he returned to practice, so he's getting healthy. But Will Fuller comes from the Texans, where mm-hmm. he played with Deshaun Watson. Right. You don't think people are asking him about the possibility of reuniting with Deshaun Watson here or, or anything like that? And then you don't think that with these rumors coming out, there's going to be people that are vehemently against bringing in Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. a guy who has all these uh, legal problems and the issues with the, the sexual assault cases, there's certainly going to be backlash. So you have the players side of it and the team side of it. You have the media side of it. You have the fan base side of it. I don't like any of this being yeah. discussed for the Miami Dolphins. Yes, yeah, Scott, I mean, the win total, nine and a half right there. The under, minus 125. Uh, the over, uh, plus 105. Will Fuller saying, look, Tua can't get me the ball down the field. Uh, I need somebody that can do that. But again, uh, just showing that everybody's not on the same page there uh, in Dolphins land, and they're not off to a great start, in my opinion, here. Uh, you got two offensive coordinators, too. Scott, I mean, they mm-hmm. can't even decide on one offensive coordinator there. 
It, it, yeah, and the strength usually at the beginning of the season for the Dolphins would be like those home games to get some teams to come in. It's hot, it's humid, they can take advantage mm-hmm. of that. But uh, it's they don't really have, you know, the first home game is against the Bills. Bills are a better team than them. The Bills should win that game. And then the next home game is against the, the Colts, and we know the Colts are kind of up in the air. But then the, it's the Jaguars. There's no real weather advantage there. So the early season home games, uh, it's not like I don't think they're going to go three and O at home uh, with that schedule because of any weather advantage that they have. All right. More news and notes from the National Football League. Sean Payton, head coach uh, of the Saints, uh, said the Saints are planning to be away from New Orleans for the first quarter of the NFL season and will adjust accordingly. Uh, the impact yeah, on the Saints potential, I know, right? Uh, potential impact uh, right there uh, on that franchise. Scott, your thoughts on the Saints this season? I've been down on the Saints, and maybe I'm just disrespecting Jameis Winston too much, but uh, I do think that when you lose someone like Drew Brees, there's going to be continuity issues. There's going to be leadership issues with this team. Uh, Sean Payton, uh, I still think we're going to see plenty of Taysom Hill, even though uh, Jameis Winston's the guy and has looked much better this preseason. We're still going to see a lot of Taysom Hill because that's Sean Payton, right? Mm -hmm. He's going to force feed him down our throats in some of these games. I just think it's a big transition year for New Orleans uh, going away from Drew Brees and kind of wanting to turn the page and move forward. Uh, There's issues with Michael Thomas. Is he happy? Is he staying? Um, Alvin Kamara has a lot of off the field interests that are kind of, um, you know, kind of kind of making me concerned a little bit uh, as far as his dedication. I'm not questioning his dedication to football, but he certainly is exploring uh, some things outside of the game. Right. I just think it'll be a transition year for, for the New Orleans Saints. I'm not saying they're going to be a bad football team, but I don't see them as a playoff contender. You know what, Scott Kamara, that was interesting right there that you noted that because uh, I, I underlined this and I wrote it down. I underlined it again this morning about the fact that he was outspoken against 17 regular season games. Uh, you're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wonder if Kamara is fully invested uh, in the season like like you have to be as a running back. I mean, we all know running backs get hurt. Uh, he is not looking forward to playing a 17-game regular season schedule. Yeah, and they're gonna defenses are gonna key on him, right? Mm-hmm. You know, with with the new quarterback and uh, trying to dare Jameis Winston, who has been turnover prone throughout his career. I mean, they're gonna try and see if Jameis can beat them as opposed to Alvin Kamara, right? Yeah. Teams are gonna stack the box. They're not gonna let Kamara run wild on them. They're not gonna let Kamara get loose out of the backfield as a receiving option. And and teams are gonna just dare Jameis Winston to beat them. Right. Are, are you still surprised uh, that this line uh, still? Uh, dog situation for Northerns at home. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is still sitting on three. Uh, Green Bay's favorite uh, by three here. 50 is the total in that first game. Yeah, and uh, this first game might be not, it's not going to be in New Orleans. It, it might not. So mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of things that we have to, you know, hold out and see what's going to happen with this situation with the saints. And, and, you know, we talked about it before. I, I don't want to sound like insensitive when it comes to any of these uh, teams or that are dealing with the situation down there in, in Louisiana, but there is a betting advantage to 
picking against the teams that are having to relocate teams to not be able to practice, not knowing where this game is going to be. Uh, So if this game is moved out of New Orleans, then uh, yeah, there's a real advantage for the Green Bay Packers. Sure, sure. I mean, that's why I was surprised. I'm looking at Green Bay on the board right now, still minus three, but uh, a lot of variables here. Uh, it, It is going to be an unsettling situation for the Saints to be on the road or be away for that long. Two road games the first four games of the season, supposedly two home games too, but uh, that's out the window right now for this franchise. And, and and how are they going to adjust? I do believe in the leadership qualities and skills of Jameis Winston, though, Scott, but I, I wonder if this is going to be too much. Yeah, thinking about their families yeah. and their friends back home and the community, it's just it's going to weigh a lot on them. Yeah, absolutely. Off and rolling with Scott Seidenberg. Uh, excited to have him on the program today, betting across America right here on VSIN. Uh, when we continue the program, Cam Newton's release, what does that mean for a Cam Newton landing spot? Uh, perhaps there's going to be some suitors. Uh, we'll get to that and more right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? 
<laughs> I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football season is right around the corner, so it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app, stop by any MGM casino on the strip, have your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit Bedham Gym for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Scott Seidenberg with you. Scott's out there in New Jersey. Uh, happy to have him on Betting Across America today. So, Scott, uh, I think it's a two-quarterback league now. Uh, because 17 regular season games in the National Football League, as well as uh, the fluid situation with COVID. Now, Cam Newton is free. He's free to land anywhere in the National Football League. Uh, there could be some potential suitors. Uh, any thoughts to that? Uh, Houston, okay. certainly. Can look at Houston with the uncertainty with Deshaun Watson. I think they'd feel a lot better with someone like Cam Newton. Uh, and then maybe you look at a team that could bring him in as a backup mm -hmm. role, uh, a team that maybe is starting a young quarterback that would be willing to have Cam Newton as a backup. Jacksonville just got rid of Gardner Minshew. Okay. Uh, would Urban Meyer rather have Cam Newton backing up uh, Trevor Lawrence? May, I don't know if that's a fit. Right. Um, the, would the Jets be interested in having Cam Newton backing up Zach Wilson? Um, they don't really have any other backup options that you know are legitimate NFL starters. Mm -hmm. So that's in, that that could be something there. But those are really that's kind of the the model. Those are kind of the teams that I would look at that would be interested. Obviously, the Texans would want him to start right away, and it's up to Cam to see what he wants to do. Does he want to go to a place and compete for a starting job or is he okay being relegated to a backup role? And if that's the case, then one of these teams with a young quarterback, it could be interesting to see if uh, Cam can fit nicely as a veteran backup. Yeah, you see the makeup of certain teams and two quarterbacks too. And, you know, the athletic quarterback coming in, whether it's Trey Lance, whether it's Jordan Love or, or any type of quarterback situation, Lamar Jackson, even uh, a few years ago, uh, you think about how the league is evolving into this college league, right? And so mm -hmm. some of the sources I know, uh, Scott, and people you talk to from a football world standpoint, uh, it's about those six eligibles. You know, you got five offensive linemen. How do you implement that quarterback into your offense to make it that much more difficult on your defense? And Cam Newton is that type of player where you can have him on the field, kind of like Taysom and Jameis, right? You can have yeah. two quarterbacks, uh, Trey Lance and, and Garoppolo. You can have two quarterbacks on the field and get to six eligibles, uh, which really puts pressure on the defense. Well, you just mentioned probably the best fit for him, and, and that's the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. You know, if Lamar Jackson goes down and Cam Newton has to slide in, mm -hmm. you don't have to change that offense at all. 
Okay. Cam Newton can run the exact same offense that Lamar Jackson can. We're talking shotgun snaps, read option plays, uh, quarterback designed runs. Yep. You know, Trace McSorley did a nice, you know, can do a nice job filling in as well. But I think Cam Newton certainly gives you uh, a very good backup option. And Lamar is an injury risk with mm-hmm. how much he runs the football. That's a really interesting fit, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think Dallas too. If you if you would think uh, Cam goes to Dallas, like. Uh, to have Cam and, and Zeke in the backfield and those three wide receivers uh, and Dak. I mean, come on. I mean, and their backup situation is very and, bad. They got right. Yeah, they got rid of Garrett Gilbert. I mean, they they have Cooper Rush. It's it's a it's a mess there. They got rid of Danucci. And, uh, <laughs> I think if Dak if Dak goes down, they're at, they absolutely need help. What about COVID though? I think uh, you know you look at Cam and COVID and okay, is he vaccinated? Is he not vaccinated? That is that a concern in terms of teams looking at Cam, perhaps trying to bring him in? Yeah, I think it is because the protocols have changed, Mm -hmm. right? And we saw what happened with him having to miss five days of practice for the Patriots because he skipped a test or or didn't follow the testing procedures outside of the team facility. And I absolutely think that that is something that teams are going to put into their considerations. They're going to factor that in because if you have a guy and he does mess up any testing protocols, then you lose him for an entire week of practice. I think it's very important. And if it's close, Closer to a game time and he can't play in a game because of it, that's a disaster for a team. Yeah. I absolutely think it's going to factor in. Yeah, Scott, you know, it, it it's really fascinating to follow offense coordinators and how they want to evolve their offense because offenses, they don't really don't change. I mean, you can dress them up with formations and personnel, but a dig is a dig. A basic cross is a basic cross, right? But if you can get to several or six eligibles, kind of like basketball, uh, then you can become more explosive. So uh, where Cam Newton lands, that will be important to keep an eye on for sure. Uh, Let's get to some college football, shall we? Scott Seidenberg uh, really has a nice breakdown when it comes to college football. Let's come up next. Now that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's the perfect time for you to get the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide. The guide is only $19.99 and available now. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best, best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. You can also sign up for VSIN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Scott Seidenberg with you today uh, on the show. So some news, and we we figured there's going to be some news uh, today, cuts, um, people getting released, high-profile players too, but then also we find out more information, Scott. So the Vikings, Irv Smith, uh, he had that meniscus injury. Uh, They weren't really sure how severe it was going to be. Apparently, they think it's severe enough to make a trade. Uh, So they acquire Chris Herndon, a tight end uh, for that offense. They need an offense up there uh, with that offense there in Minnesota. 
Yeah, and Herndon was a guy who had so much promise in his yeah. rookie season with the Jets and just never lived up to the hype. I, it seemed like every season, and I know he was injured to start the year a couple mm-hmm. seasons ago, and there was so much conversation surrounding Chris Herndon as being such a key cog in the Jets' offense under Adam Gaze, and it never happened. Yeah. So uh, the Jets parting ways with him. You know, they have Tyler Croft and some other guys uh, there for the Jets, so willing to part ways with Chris Herndon. And um, just another example of, you know, somebody just not living up to the expectations uh, and maybe a change of scenery is what they need. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see if it works out there for the Vikings and the new tight end there and see what happens to Irv Smith as well uh, during the season. Let's get to college football. Uh, I love college football. Off to a great start. Uh, Illinois, Nebraska under. Cash that one. Uh, and then first half, Fresno State against UConn. Uh, Chris, talk, excuse me, Scott, talking to you uh, last night, uh, you're off to a great start too when it comes to college football. Yeah, hit the Illinois plus the uh, seven points. They okay. win outright. And uh, got hit the under in the UCLA-Hawaii game, 68 and a half. It was a sweat early, but it wound up coming home rather easily. So 2-0 and with the picks. And more importantly, combined 30-point cover margin when you think about the fact that uh, you know Illinois won by eight and they were seven-point dogs. Yep. And then the uh, under hit very comfortably in the Hawaii-UCLA game. So I feel very good about those first two reads on the college football card and looking at this weekend, Mm -hmm. I think there's, you know, some, some games where you could uh, take advantage of either some line movement or some lack of line movement. Okay. Well, okay. Let's start right there. I mean, I know we got the games Thursday uh, and and some of them are top 25 teams too. And a lot of people are looking forward to these games, Uh, but you know, out here in Vegas, uh, they're off the board. Uh, it, it to, so, like, for you out there in Jersey, when it comes to mm-hmm. the Citadel versus Coastal Carolina, I mean, what do you do with this game? Uh, it's Coastal Carolina or nothing. <laughs> right. But, you know, I don't even think that there's an odds on this. Yeah. You know, checking on all the apps and stuff, you know, some of these games, you're not going to find uh, any lines on yeah, them. But, right. you know, Coastal Carolina is – Coastal Carolina is an interesting case, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're a team that was uh, the darling last season, right, Mike? Like you could take them and and not many people aware of how good they were. And uh, so you you took advantage of the spreads there and you figured, okay, you know, Grayson McCall, the rest of this roster, they have an advantage against the teams they play. This year, I think the public's kind of caught up on them. And so the lines are going to be adjusted accordingly. You're not going to see places really to take advantage because they're going to be heavily favored in a lot of these games just because of, you know, the notoriety that they got last season. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Arizona State, Southern Utah, too, that's off the board out here in Vegas. I mean, uh, you're looking at Weber State and Utah. uh, That's off the board out here as well. I'm sure it's off the board uh, everywhere, really. But Ohio State, uh, Minnesota, uh, you know, when you look at this game, Big Ten conference play out the gate for both Mm -hmm. teams. Uh, Ohio State with a new quarterback. People are excited about him, but it's still the great unknown right there. They're laying 14 on the road against uh, the Gophers there. 63 and a half uh, is the total, Scott. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's so hard laying the 14 on the road Mm -hmm. to start the season. But let me tell you something. C.J. Stroud, I know some people were kind of like, oh, uh, wow, he won the starting job. Uh, This was not 
news to anybody that was following the Ohio State program. Like C.J. Stroud is a stud, right? And, and everyone knows it. Um, yeah. And then, and then this receiving core is some of the best talent that you have in the country. I mean, I would line up the Ohio State receivers uh, with maybe the the Oklahoma receivers as well. This is some of the one might be one of the best units in the country. And so, um, you, you know, you got. Stroud, who the receivers are in love with. He has big playability. We saw that in the spring game uh, where he, I think it was Chris Olave who made a ridiculous catch and bomb play down the field. There's a lot of hype surrounding this Ohio State team. It's tough to lay double digits mm-hmm. on the road, especially in a season opening game, but Ohio State's going to cruise throughout their entire schedule. No one's really going to test them in the Big Ten. Uh, I would look towards a first half line thinking that Ohio State's going to go into the locker room up a touchdown. Yeah, maybe the offensive line too could be the strength of Ohio State's team this year. The Gophers on the other side uh, defensively struggled last year. I mean, a lot of people in, from a defensive standpoint struggled. Uh, I expect them to be improved though uh, as they bring a lot of people back uh, and that always helps, but are they better? Uh, you know, we have to wait and see on that. But I always find it very interesting, Scott, uh, as you begin the season conference play, you had all offseason, all spring, all offseason to prepare for this moment though. Yeah, that's true, and and it's tough with the conference opponents. Right. And Minnesota is certainly a team that's going to be better or expected to be better than where they were last season, um, but it's Ohio State. Yeah. And the talent level just doesn't match up here. It's just, There's a mismatch in terms of the rosters here. Yeah, we'll definitely get to more college football. Your thoughts on Carolina, though, on the road against uh, Virginia Tech uh, on Friday. That's going to be a, a sneaky game, I think, uh, for Carolina. They have to get by it. Uh, they're at minus five and a half on the road, 64 is the total. Yeah, I would pay attention to what the attendance figures are going to be. Uh, we talked to Kenny White about this this weekend, and he mm-hmm. said if it's not going to be 100% fans with uh, Virginia Tech, then that certainly takes away from the home field advantage because that's the only handicap here in terms of Tech against North Carolina is will there be you know a packed house at Lane Stadium on right. Friday night and put a lot of pressure on this North Carolina team. Yes, North Carolina does replace a, to- a ton of talent, and they have to replace a bunch of touchdowns that they lost to the NFL last season. But Sam Howell, in my opinion, is the front runner for the number one overall pick in the NFL draft next year. He's a, a Heisman candidate, might be the best quarterback in the country. They get the running back transfer from Tennessee, who's going to pick up the slack in terms of rushing the football and scoring touchdowns. This North Carolina team, uh, darlings, they can win the ACC, uh, giving Clemson a fight in that title game, I think they cover this line. All right. Totally agree with you on that. I mean, just just have to be aware of the ambush, though. Justin Fuente, he's up against it out there with the Hokies. Uh, We're going to do a deep dive on the New York football Giants. Uh, We got Scott Seidenberg on the program. He's going to help us out with that. That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. With BetMGM, anyone can capture the Grand Slam championship feeling. Step on the court with the king of sportsbooks for a chance to win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 wager on any player to win the big tournament in Queens, New York. If any player serves an ace, you will win $100 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSEN100 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Sign up now and get access to BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odd specials, daily deals, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSEN100 to win $100 in free bets if any player serves an ace in New York. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Scott Seidenberg with you today. Scott's out in New Jersey, and we're going to do a deep dive on the New York Giants. I've uh, been out to that stadium many times, uh, defeated the Giants many times, too, in my career there, uh, Scott. Uh, but the over-under for the Giants this year, seven and a half. Uh, the over plus 120. The under minus 145. What are your thoughts here on the Giants this season? 
there's just no buzz around this team and any conversations are negative, right? Yeah. And there's so much pressure on this team to perform in what is an atrocious division. And let's call it for what it is. Mm-hmm. This division is the worst division in football and the Giants still probably won't win eight games. Uh, you look at their roster and defensively, that's the strength of this team. Offensively, they have the ability to put up points when everyone's healthy, keyword healthy. Uh, you know, you do bring in Kenny Galladay, um, you draft Kadarius Tony, but he's been essentially a no-show so far in the preseason. Saquon Barkley hasn't played yet, and Joe Judge says he has to see him take hits before he feels comfortable putting him in a game. So uh, the Giants, you might not see Barkley to start the season, and it's all going to fall on Daniel Jones. And the offensive line gives him absolutely no protection. Andrew Thomas has looked putrid Mm. this preseason. (laughs) And, you know, Dave Gettleman, the general manager, he had first choice of offensive linemen in the draft and the guy that he chose has looked terrible. So there's a lot of pressure on this giants team to do, you know, anything positive or else Gettleman's going to be out of a job and they could be looking for, you know, a complete restart next season. You know, Scott, and it really is mind blowing too. When, when you think about these teams, these franchises uh, and, and we really get to pull back the curtain and understand as better is that they're all not on the same page within that giants organization. It's not really going to be on Daniel Jones. I mean, they traded up to get Daniel Jones or they use that first pick in, in, in terms of drafting Daniel Jones that high, as opposed to waiting. Uh, and now you have a new coach who seems out of sync. I think he's going to burn out. Uh, he's fighting with staff members. He got fights on, on the roster as well. It, it's a team that's really out of sync right now. So as a better, I, I'm not looking to back them from a win total standpoint, but look, we, we can try to cash a ticket here and that division up for grabs. You mentioned how terrible it was last year. Uh, you look at the Giants right now to win that division or plus 450. Uh, with that division so in shambles, does it look like the Giants can get their act together and at least be competitive and perhaps win that division? Competitive, yes. Win the division, no. Okay. Uh, I think Washington is the class of the division, uh, followed by Dallas if Dak is healthy, and then the Giants. Um, you know, I, I have the Eagles as the fourth team in mm-hmm. that division. Um, in, in terms of what it's going to take to win this division, would I be shocked if eight and nine wins the division? No, but I think nine wins more likely wins a division. Nine and eight. Uh, if you get to ten wins in the NFC East, you're going to the playoffs. Yeah. So if you're ten and seven, you're a playoff team. And I, I think the Giants are going to top off at seven. I don't see them getting to eight. Uh, I do think they could actually go below seven if the season is an absolute disaster. Uh, But I just have a lot of concerns with the offensive line. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of concerns with the running backs. Um, It's going to be Devontae Booker is going to get the bulk of the carries. They cut Corey Clement today. Um, So, you know, I guess maybe that's a good sign that Saquon's coming back and, and, and he feels like he can contribute early on. But until we see it where we there's you can't bank on it and uh obviously they have more invested in this guy than just this season so they picked up the 50-year option so they're gonna have to kind of make sure he's healthy for the long run here and a 17-game schedule so he's gonna miss the first couple of games maybe or at least not contribute as much in the first couple of games and that all factors into them in in these games and their win total okay so i'm looking at names on that defense for that roster for the giants too and you know some some pretty good names decent names on that side of the ball. What you know about this Giants team, though, I I know the problems offensively. What about the defense? Can they hold them in games to start the season? 
Yeah, they they did at some points last year, but they also blew leads last year. You know, they where they had leads late in games and were unable to contain it. Uh, the defense is this the star, I guess, of this team, and uh, you know, I guess bringing in a Dory Jackson uh, helps. But you look at. The, the the team right now up front, right? Leonard Williams has to continue to uh, emerge uh, like he did. Um, Dexter Lawrence has to live up to his draft hype. Um, he was taken early. And if the secondary can limit plays, uh, which they have the ability to do with okay. the players that are on this roster, uh, I think this is going to be the strength of the team. I said, you know, Patrick Graham's unit is is really going to lead the way, mm-hmm. but the Giants are not going to win games. This is not going to be like, uh, you know, the, the Giants of old where they're winning close games 17-14. You know, we're talking about a Giants team that might have to win games upwards in the high 20s or low 30s. That's uh, just because of the way that the NFL is. And like I said, this isn't the, the Ravens defense from the 2000s. Right. It's good defense, but it's still a defense that's going to give up the their fair share of points. Yeah, how about that? So, you know, you think you think about this schedule, too. Uh, when will the Giants win their first game then? I mean, they got Denver uh, out the gate, uh, minus 110 uh, for that situation. Week two against the football team, they're plus 275. Week three against Atlanta, uh, plus 350. When will the Giants win their first game, Scott? It's probably going to be at Dallas in week five, right? They play so well with that stadium. Uh, That's 16 to one. (laughs) I can see them winning that football game, but, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they do win against Atlanta at home, uh, you know, just because it's a, this, the giants, they're going to win games where you don't expect them to win. They're going to mm-hmm. lose games where you absolutely don't expect them to lose. That's just who the Giants have been the past couple of years. There's a reason why they've made the playoffs one time since that Super Bowl win in 2011. So that's yeah. one time in 10 years that they've made the postseason uh, because they lose games that you expect them to win. The schedule is rough, as you mentioned. I do think they lose the first two games, uh, and then the pressure starts to kick in. But you're at home against Atlanta, uh, who you know doesn't have the dome to their advantage. I could see them possibly being live underdogs in that game. And if not, maybe it's next the following week at New Orleans, if that game is even in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, I think they, they absolutely, in the division games, the division games, they can win. So they can win at Dallas, even though they will be an underdog in that game. But uh, what's more interesting to me, Mike, is looking at the games, not so much when they can win. Right. When are they going to be favored? Okay. Good, good in question. What, in, what game, in what game <laughs> is it week seven against Carolina mm. where they'll be the home favorite against the Panthers? Because in every other game, they're going to be an underdog. Yeah. Dog at home against Denver, dog at Washington, dog at home against Atlanta, dog at New Orleans, dog at Dallas, dog at home against the Rams. When's this team going to get going to be favored? That's a great question. And and it's not a dog that it sounds like I want to back either. I mean, uh, I have question marks when when you're an organization and Gettleman uh, turns the attention to the quarterback. Look, that's an scapegoat right there. Uh, trying to hold on to his job, like you mentioned earlier. Uh, and so can Daniel Jones even handle that? And then what you said about the defense makes me thinking about the props for Daniel Jones right now. 3,800 and a half passing yards, 24 and a half passing touchdowns. I mean, uh, I, I don't know if Daniel Jones has that within him. I mean, if he's not avoiding the turf monsters in games, then how is he going to have a, a sensational season that the Giants need him to have? 
he won't have enough time to get okay. that many passing yards, I yeah. don't think. Uh, I would look actually towards a running prop with Daniel Jones. Okay. You know, last year rushed for 400-something yards. Uh, he's He does a lot with his legs. Mm-hmm. And because of the protection breakdown, as bad as his offensive line is, I think Daniel Jones is going to be taken off and running for his life a bunch. So I would look towards a rushing prop with Daniel Jones. Okay, are you excited about uh, Kadarius Toney, uh, the rookie there? No, because he's okay. been bad. Yeah, um, I was excited about him at Florida. Won me some money there. <laughs> right. but, uh, Different <laughs> league, though, Scott. <laughs> yeah, in terms, in terms of this Giants roster, uh, no. Um, I don't know how much um, he'll play with this roster, um, but you know, yeah, I, I, to me, it's he's not the first option. He's not mm-hmm. even the third option. So uh, I'm not not as high on on Kadarius Tony, at least not early on in the season. What about Saquon Barkley coming back from injury, significant injury? Here's a guy. I mean, you look at him, uh, you're, you're impressed by it, right? You watch him run the football. You're impressed by him too. Uh, comeback player of the year. He's plus 800. I had a college analyst, one of the top college analysts in the country, Scott, tell me years ago when he was coming out of college, that he didn't think that Saquon was a tough player. Hmm. I know, right? That's a that, that's a that's a big thing to say yeah. for a guy. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. I I'm very curious when is he going to play mm-hmm. and how effective he's going to be. The offensive line's bad, and right. I can't bank on a, a running back to eclipse his rushing total with a bad offensive line now. First season, he had 1,300 yards. Second season, and they only played 13 games because of injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's coming off of an injury now in a 17-game season. Right. Uh, I, I still think that maybe, you know, 1,000 is probably what he's going to reach. Uh, betting the over at 1150, that uh, seems to me a little bit of a risky proposition. Yeah, Scott, you know, because it, it could go two ways here. Either the Giants are being extra cautious with Saquon Barkley or Saquon Barkley uh, is living up to what this analyst said. I mean, you got uh, Joe Burrow out there. I mean, his knee was uh, torn to shreds there, and he's already out there playing. Perhaps we'll play week one. Uh, Saquon Barkley, the Giants are still on a wait-and-see approach right here. So uh, we'll see if that analyst is going to be correct here because I, I do want to see Saquon Barkley uh, come back from that injury. They'll do it for hour number one. Wow, that flew by. Hour number two, we have Josh Towers in studio, former Major League Baseball pitcher. Got big games on the schedule. That's coming up next. Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.